Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on this week's episode, we are talking about Fast 10, Your Seatbelts. That's right, the newest film. That's not what it's called, um, but that's what it should have been called. Film. The, new, the, the newest film in the uh, Fast Flick franchise. We're going to go ahead and get this thing going. Hey, everyone, this is Billy. And I'm Michael. Yup, we're talking about Fast 10, uh, Fast X, whatever. Uh, we, we, we will be fully spoiling the movie, if you somehow care about that. Um, so, But we won't be spoiling it until after the news. So you have a little bit of time yeah. if you want to just ride through with us. And if you don't want to know the big secrets that the movie holds, uh, they're big, huge, game-changing secrets. <laughs> we won't be doing it's that until the review. So don't worry. You won't get spoiled until the end. We'll give you we'll give you one more warning as the review starts. But before we yeah. do that, Dylan, what kind of news you got for us this week? All right. So the first one isn't like so much news, um, but it's a little bit like that's interesting. And that's the... Uh, HBO Max is no more as of today, as of recording. Oh, wow. It's uh, officially Max has launched. Have you gotten a chance to jump in yet and take a um, look around? No. Oh, well, it's now, Um, you know, they merged Discovery and HBO into just the <laughs> blue just, service, I guess. I don't know. It looks like Paramount. Right. Boring. And the, 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 I don't like the branding, Max. There's no branding. Right. It's... Yeah. Uh, so I saw some tweet or Instagram or I don't know. I saw it somewhere. It's like rebranding Coca-Cola Classic is just classic. It's like yeah. It's a, what you drinking? Classic. Stream it on Plus. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah I'm um, on Plus. If I said um, if, if I said I'm on Plus, you think I mean Apple TV Plus or Disney Plus? I wouldn't know. Mm, exactly. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, I did get a chance to look around a little bit. It's how's uh, it look. It's pretty chaotic, like what you'd expect. It's I already it's didn't like the HBO Max layout. It's it's a different layout. You might like this one better. It's like pretty clean, so that's that's, that's, that's better, I guess. But it's just like the organization and the theming is just like super off. Like I had like um, I don't know. You'll have like Mayor of East Town next to like thousand pound sisters from discovery the id channel you know what i mean <laughs> yeah yeah like it's it's just like a such a weird amalgam of properties that, that i don't think go together um and i like i know it's like a little snooty but i don't want i wish there was like the reality stuff and like maybe its own tab or like separate somewhere where i could like not have to see it i don't want to see like the price of glee you know right next to white lotus like chill why out. not Dylan? I don't know. It's just it's junking up my HBO, my prestige uh, premium service. Mm. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't use that service at all, so I probably um, need to cancel it. Oh, well, now's a good time. Yeah, uh, but they do have tons of cool avatars, though. They added a bunch of avatars, so. Oh, well, that's worth that's the money. nice. Yeah, whereas it's twenty dollars a month for four K. It's a lot. That's that's a lot for. Well, I mean, there is a lot on there. To be fair, like of the. Doobie? Of of the network type streamers, like it's one of the better content library wise. Yeah, I do enjoy it. it. I can't it does, cancel it. It does have like surprising stuff, like Doctor Who's on there, and just stuff that you don't associate with just HBO or Discovery. Yeah. So that's nice. They do have a wide catalog. True. Okay. Um, moving on. More more HBO news or Warner Brothers, I guess. Um, the Flash had a bunch of early screenings 
throughout the U.S. yesterday. Mm -hmm. Um, And this was like kind of the overbooked first come first serve situation. But it launched. um, I don't know if you saw the reaction on Twitter, but it launched like a bunch of it had like more negative press than good because they overbooked it so much. And so many people were waiting for hours and like drove from out of state and stuff like like did create went through crazy hoops to see it. And then they would get there and um, like, for example, the one in uh, I think it was L.A. They booked it so much with influencers that only six people from the line of hundreds got in to actually see the movie. Fantastic. So, so social media was just flooded with people mad that they didn't get to see Flash. Um, but mm. that being said, all the reactions were kind of like what we've been seeing so far. Like, oh my god, it's sure. so amazing! I'm losing my mind. You know, everybody I, loving it. It's getting excessive, Michael. Even okay. though Mr. Stephen King uh, seemed <laughs> to did, enjoy it, also Mr. Stephen King Talk about did, it. He did put it over. <laughs> he did say he enjoyed it. So, and we trust. Now, um, I tr- I trust that more than him recommending uh, movies that are adapting his work. Gen- like True. his his book recs are always spot on. He doesn't make a ton of movie recs. The last movie that I remember him recommending, I mean, he's had I'm sure recommended something before then, but was that uh, the movie Raw, the Julia Ducournau movie, the Lady Who Made Titan, yeah. her her movie, her first movie. He recommended that years ago when it was on Netflix, and I mean, okay, I loved it. So, but man, I don't know. Yeah, it makes me nervous because, like, after Tom Cruise and you know, like, it's like yeah. so many random people. It almost it feels like Warner Brothers is like, "Hey, can you please just like, can you please we'll do put a movie over, please? <laughs> just do a tweet. Yeah, help um, us out, please. We'll green light at three. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we'll, we'll 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 put some more money into your little it TV show. What a dairy. Yeah. Welcome to Dairy. Yep. Um but we'll, we won't have to wait much longer, Michael. We'll see the it's, best movie yeah, ever soon, pretty soon. Right? Yeah. Um okay. Finally got a this one's quick. We got a release date for uh Ahsoka, the next Star Wars entry. Oh, okay. Comes out August thirty first. So it'll have a little bit of overlap with the end of Secret Invasion. Okay. Um I don't like it I don't like it when they overlap. I wish they would just like Me neither be separate but i realized that maybe the venn diagram of star wars and marvel isn't completely on top of itself so yeah it makes sense i don't know but you excited I'm for Soka? This one. yeah i'm looking forward to it what about yeah, you? me too yeah me too i i hope it's really good um this is not really related but have you been using those force powers in uh in fortnite michael uh yes we were playing fortnite last night um, they're gone and... i'm so mad wait they're gone they took them out yeah today's was... update they vaulted them oh no because I know I was I literally used them yesterday. Well, glad I enjoyed it. <sighs> Dang, too bad. Anyway, cool. <laughs> um, okay, there's some Mortal Kombat two news. They're really trickling oh. out the casting news for this one. Um, this is the movie. I'm realizing I have two Mortal Kombat things. Um, this oh, is the movie Mortal Kombat two. Uh, <laughs> this is gonna be some confusing branding. Um, they cast uh, Jade, who is um. She's one of Shao Kahn's assassins. She's like first, I think she came out first in Mortal Kombat 2, the game. <laughs> and okay. um, she's like Katana's bodyguard. She's a hero, basically. Yeah. But they cast Jade. And she's uh, um, Tati Gabrielle. She's from Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I think she was in that name Uncharted. That familiar. We reviewed Uncharted, right? Okay. Um, we did not. Dang. Well. Because I didn't see it. Oh, well. 
she's an actress. Just no word for it. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, it's Mortal Kombat too. I imagine they're not getting, you know, Oscar the, winners. Yeah, hey, look, you said it. It's not the Borderlands movie. Where's that, by the way? I haven't heard about that the, forever. They that, shot it a long the, time it's, ago. It's dead, Dylan. But Kate Blanchett and Jamie Lee Curtis and Jack Black and they had like a weird cast, remember? Uh Gina Gershon. I need you to I'm explain looking, it to me. I I don't know. Um it's directed by Eli Roth. What? Yeah. I, I forgot mean we about talked all about that. it years ago when they were putting it together and we just Um kinda... It's an upcoming science fiction film, Dylan. Oh, of course. Uh it has no release date. Maybe they're just hoping we all forget about it. Uh, in January 2023, it was announced the film was going through two weeks of reshoots. So it's Oof. been shot. Yeah, they shot it forever. There were set photos from that Jamie Lee Curtis posted and everything. But um, Eli um, Roth uh, did not supervise the reshoots because he was filming Thanksgiving. <laughs> so huh. there's that. I have questions. Um, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> yeah, moving there you go. on. So good. There's no good segue from. Yeah, it had test screenings on November in November of 2022. So that's how you all you need. Oh, to know. I wish we were a part of it. Bummer. Anyway, okay. what what else we got? That isn't Borderlands um, Two. Borderlands <laughs> film news. Uh, we have a Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One. I keep forgetting it's a Part One. My goal uh-huh. is looking exasperated for those who can't can't see him, <laughs> aka part everyone. One. Right. Um. <laughs> yeah. It's a. Uh, it's supposed to come out the summer, June twenty eighth. So it's right around the corner. And we got another trailer filled with uh, stunts, crew stunts. Yeah, he drives I, a so motorbike off of a cliff. That that motorcycle stunt. I feel like I've been seeing clips of that stunt for like a year and a half. Like, I I feel wasn't there like a video of him, like of them talking about how dedicated Tom Cruise is to stunts, like. A significantly long time ago and it was about that stunt specifically i think you're conflating it with a different stunt but they're all the they they're all, all have the, like same. the same energy so i don't blame you yeah right okay the last one that they pushed really hard was like the like being strapped to the plane on the outside of the plane right yeah and then sitting in the back of a jet man i don't know top gun i don't know um but I, I saw I saw, I saw this, this I saw this trailer in front of uh, Fast X, and I mean it looks the exciting. Fans. I mean, I guess you know what I mean. Like it looks exciting. Yeah, but I also don't really care too much. Okay, I found it. The video was five months ago. I did see it. They did a video five months ago, t- entitled "Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One: The Biggest Stunt in Cinema History." Tom Cruise. On the and official Paramount Pictures thing about the bike jump. Dang. Okay. Well, it's nine minutes. Well, they have to go into detail, Michael. What do you expect? And it's in in the video is just Tom Tom Cruise self gratification about how cool he is doing these stunts for our benefit, not for him. He doesn't get anything out of it. Hmm. Okay. Anyway, anyway that. Um, oh, you're looking forward I, to, I know the, you love these movies. I like them. Yeah. Um, I have a good time. I liked the last one, and then this one has I don't know. I like the cast. I like uh Haley Atwell, Rebecca Ferguson, um, Pum Clem Clementieth. I don't know how to say yeah. her name still. Her, you know, so it's got some cool ladies in it. Um Definitely. I mean Does it need to be a part I, one? That is 
I'm already exhausted. We'll after, get to in this economy after Fast Fast X. Yeah, exactly. As I was about to say, um, I, it better not be like that. <laughs> right. Um. I man, look, I had fun with the last couple. They're they're fine, but it feels like it's like the Twilightification of movies with the Breaking Dawn Part One and Two. Right. I'm sure tons of movies did it before that, but then like Catching Fire did it, and Divergent did it, and Divergent. Like, Divergent and Avengers, you know, it's right. like I'm sure it's really more Infinity War Endgame that's like spurred this, but it's but getting it just, it's given Twilight, yeah, to me. I know I'm with you. I, I, well, well, so well, I don't want to spoil Fast X yet, but I'll I'll ask a question later. Remind me. Okay, circle back okay. to it. Um, we got a trailer for a new Gareth Edwards movie. Remember, he's the uh, yes the original director of Rogue One before they replaced him with someone else. Um, it's called The Creator. It stars John David Washington, and it's a about a guy who goes back in time to... Well, I don't know if he's time-traveling. He's, like, trying to stop a catastrophic AI apocalypse, and he's um, supposed to kill a child, an AI child. But it yeah. looks like he goes on the run with the kid instead. Not totally sure, but it looks like... I, I thought the trailer was really good. I have mixed I li- feelings about it. I liked it. I, I thought it looked like it could end up being really bad, but I thought the trailer was good and the movie could be good. I do like Gareth Edwards, generally speaking. Yeah, and I like this poster a lot too. It looks like um Yes. Ripping off that what's the artist's name for that did um that does like all the robot post apocalyptic stuff? Oh you like Simon Simon Stalinhug. It kind of looks like that, right? It does. It does absolutely look like that. Um meets Star Wars. But so the- uh, here's here's a tidbit for you here. So he also wrote this. Um, okay. The only other movie that he wrote and direct directed is called Monsters from 2010. It's his first movie, and I love that movie. Okay, so that's because he he directed Godzilla, which was fine. Actually, I like that first Godzilla movie. I mean, like it kind of sucks, but like <laughs> it was, you know what I mean? Like I like it. It was it was fun. And okay. we're gonna talk about Rogue One, but well, he was, oop, you know. But I really like Monsters. Monsters is real good. Yeah, I'm sure this will be good. It just looked that that was my mixed feeling. Is like I think it looks super solid visually, but it feels like derivative of like super obvious things like Terminator meets Star Wars to me. You know, yeah. Like even the poster looks like it could just be like a Star Wars thing, in my opinion. It does, right? Um. So the story didn't like capture me too much. It looked like it's giving um. Rebel Moon from Zack Snyder, like his Star Zack Wars Snyder's movie. Rebel that's, Moon. That's, yeah, that's not Star Wars. I'm like hoping it's not that. Uh, Zach, speaking of Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon, um, there's going to be a TTRPG for it, <laughs> which I saw. That in, I don't. I saw that in my email. Uh, soliciting, We're getting it right. Us. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Rebel Moon Knight, it's coming up. That, not, no, 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 it's not Moon Knight, Dylan. This is um, oh, not sorry, Marvel. My bad. My bad. Um, yeah, there I you go. Got it mixed up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, more trailers. We got a trailer for Haunted Mansion. Yeah. We actually meant to talk about this last week, but we ran out of time. But but here we are. This is yeah. the um the the movie based on the ride, a la Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Um, there was I another thought, one. Jungle I tra- Cruise. I thought this like trailer that. was okay. Like, yeah, it looks it looks fun. I think. I this it's not a movie that's for me, but it it looks all right. I don't really think like I would Lakeith see... Stanfield, the the main yes. dude. 
He's cool. I don't, and I don't think Haddis. I would see it. Yes, of course. I don't think I would see it if if, if unless we're going to review it, then I'll see it. But other than that, this is not a movie I would seek out and see. But it looks fun. If you but like family, are, yeah. Those things that we are team like family horror movies. We are. We need. Yeah. We need more of it. We need more future horror fans. That's true. You need something that's only kind of scary. Exactly. And I have a trailer um, that it, I have mixed feelings about. <laughs> I feel like it's supposed to hit those notes, but uh, okay. anyway, we'll get to it. But it's got a good cast. Um, yeah. So it does. I'm hyped. Um, and then we also got a trailer for. I normally don't do video game trailers, but. You know, just a Mortal Kombat Stan, Michael. Yeah, obviously. Um, having played the last few and being a relatively new one. Um, Mortal Long Kombat 1, which is like, you might have to explain it to me a bit. Is it a remaster of the first game? I have no idea. I watched the trailer. I don't, I don't, don't it's a ask cinematic me, trailer. Don't ask me about Mortal Kombat lore. I don't know it. You don't know everything from working at GameStop? How, how dare um, you? I mean, those games came out when I was a child. Uh, the first, the first one in first three um but i don't know i think it's a reimagining of the whole franchise i think it's just like um a story reboot i'm just like mixing mortal kombat one and the movie mortal kombat 2 is like getting i hate confusing that to me that's bad that's bad branding um but i thought the trailer was super solid i like the trailer the, is cool. like the cinematic trailer yeah it's really funny it. it's really funny to me when there's games that are like mortal kombat that that give you story trailers and because i've never ever cared about a story in a mortal kombat game michael they're all about the story now that's so when weird was last to me. one you played three. Oh, it's like all story in the last few anyway that's wild yeah i like the story i'm invested um so i'm looking forward to this okay it seems like it justifies its existence by like severely upgrading the first one you know so sure. i'm okay with it um the rumored dlc characters michael are homelander and omni-man from invincible um okay and one other one that i can't remember but like i have a little bit of an issue because i feel like those are the same character you know what i mean yeah evil superman i don't know man i i thought the trailer was good though so i mean that's either way i think i think the game, like, I don't know. I don't know if I why care. Why can't the movie look like this trailer? That's what I want. Why can't it? Explain it to me. You know, just buy this, honestly. Why does it have to be grounded? Grounded in reality, Dylan. Yeah, the dude with the shirt. Yeah. Mm. Magic shirt. Um. Okay, my last one <laughs> yeah. is um like some Houston news. Ooh. Um, apparently, we'll see, but apparently... Uh, we have an update about the River Oaks Theater, which, um, in case you don't remember, shut down a couple years ago. Yeah. Forever ago? I don't know. Pandemic uh, time. Yeah, some pandemic time. I don't remember when. It shut down two to five years ago. And uh, then Cinemark purchased it, saved it, I guess. They're, they're supposed to be renovating it. And we haven't really heard about it in forever. Yeah. I um, but I've been, I'm invested as like it being Houston's only like indie theater, you know? Um, but apparently they had they're planning to have it open by the end of the year, so it's really wow. exciting. That's great. I don't believe it, but I mean I don't believe it either. Update. But uh, yeah, I don't believe that. But you know, here's hoping because I do. I hope it's actually nice inside and not just like a very light renovation. You know, I hope the seats are bigger. Yeah, I really hated those seats. Well, 
It looks know. like the renovations are starting because they gutted the seats and they're selling them for fifty bucks a pop. I saw that. I saw that. I, I like if I you know I do have lots of fond memories about those about going to River Oaks, but none of them are about the seats. The Agreed. seats were bad. It should be like cool decor, not the like all that dated awful seat old Hollywood decor. Like yeah, decor. Give me that stuff. And these aren't like vintage seats. They're like from the early two thousands. Right. You know what I mean? They're so. just early two thousands. Cheap movie theater seats. Exactly. But regardless, it whatever they do has to be an upgrade. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Excellent. But that's well, all the news I have. All right. Well, let's hear about that live sale. I bet you didn't know that we host a weekly live streaming comic sale. Dust off your old Facebook account or borrow your grandma's login. Join us every Wednesday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Central. Bedrock City is the only verified blue check comic store on Facebook, meaning we're better than everyone else. It also means that we're trusted to bring you brand new quality key issues, comic bundles, variants, and more every week at super affordable prices. Even if you've already spent all your money on Fortnite skins like me, you can still join just to hang out and chat comics with Kevin Austin and me. For all the details not covered here, or if your auditory processing disorder didn't allow you to comprehend anything I just said, head over to bedrockcity.com live to read all the details. Hashtag ad. And we are back. And before we get to my news, we're going to do our picks of the week. I'm going to pick first. I'm picking something from Opus Comics, Dylan. Ooh. Yeah, they do a lot of the uh, metal or like rock and roll type comics. Um, I'm picking Within Temptation, number one. It's a symphonic metal band uh, that I used to like when I was in high school. They've got a comic out. Looks cool. I haven't read it yet. It comes out today as of this recording. Okay. And the price point is $6.66 because they're edgy. Uh, that's see. like their gimmick a lot of their one shot books are 666 but anyway yeah we've got it come get it mine is a new marvel launch it is storm number one solo title for aurora monroe wins cool... wins it seems <laughs> yeah. like it's delving into her past a bit filling in some of the gaps and it has a cool art germ cover and her hellfire yes, gala outfit i haven't read it yet so i can't really comment on the story but i'm looking forward to it awesome um okay so we're gonna get into some D and D news. Uh, we have some, so it's been interesting. Like the they put out keys from the Golden Vault a couple of months ago, but we have not had a slate for the remainder of the year for a while. Normally, we have a lot, like most of the year, uh, mapped out. Um, but they just announced it as of this recording uh, today. Um, the remainder of the year. Um, we've got one, two, three, four game books, and then a fifth book, which is like a little guide. Um, it's, and they're mostly adventures. And I think this, they, they are wrapping up the fifth edition, uh, cycle with the, they're not calling it sixth edition or 5.5. They're calling it D and D one coming out next year. So, um, but D and D one is going to be backwards compatible with fifth edition. Um, it's like Mortal Kombat one. Yeah. I don't, I don't like the one branding. Like, the, I mean, Xbox did it. I thought that's a weird choice. Um, but Xbox did that like, you know, 10 years ago um, <laughs> because it was and the, their reason for the naming is because it was the one device you needed in your home, like connected to your TV. Uh, you did, to, it was supposed to replace your set top box for streaming or, but it was before smart TVs. Um, but anyway, um, so we've got a bunch of adventures and things coming out. The big news is that they're going to be releasing a Planescape setting book, which is cool because everybody's been wanting a Planescape book. Um, and then the, they're wrapping up the year with a book of many things. 
um, and deck of many things source book, which comes with some cool cards. Um, however, all the content aside, the con the, what everybody's talking about is the price hike, as the books are going up in price. Uh oh, the books are normally forty nine ninety nine, but now they're going to be fifty nine ninety nine. Eh. It's ten dollars, but I mean it's a Still, lot. I mean yeah. that's a, that's just a lot of book. That's a lot of dollars for a book that I don't know. Like that's a lot of money. But either way, D and D, it's uh, we're gonna see what's gonna happen because D and D is sort of like uh, having a lot of community unrest still. Um, people, a lot of people are unhappy with the brand and things like that. Mm. So we'll see. Um, they're trying to sort of regain, you know, popularity right now. They're kind of lagging behind after all of their issues that they had. I, I, we talked about it previously where they had prop, they had some issues with their open game license where they were really restrictive. They walked all of that back, of course, as we knew that they would. But um, anyway, um, I don't have a ton more news, actually. So I have... Dylan, do you play Dead by Daylight? Uh, only a little bit. Well, did you see? Nicolas Cage is coming to Dead by Daylight playing himself. Yeah. And he is voicing all the dialogue for his character. I can't that, tell if he's like a survivor or or an antagonist. Or I don't know. Both. I this is such a weird I we're, we're having a discussion about this in the store. Like is this a good fit for the game or is it not a good fit for the game? I think it's a poor fit for the game. Like why is that? Because he's not a horror character. He's just a meme. He's a meme actor. Apparently, some people think he's like someone that I can't remember some kind of like NPC that talks to you and stuff, but mm. like not a playable thing, but oh, like a sort of Obi-Wan Kenobi force ghost type thing. I can't remember exactly this. Apparently there's another character that has a similar, similar role, but um, oh, okay. Yeah. I don't play enough to know if he fits in the game, but it would I, I played cool it, to have his Dracula. I played it a while ago. Yeah. I'd love to have him as Dracula. That makes more sense. Um, I'd love to have that, but, um, would this get you to try the game back out, Dylan? No, no. I, I'm much more excited for the leather or the Texas Chainsaw Massacre game. I think that one's going to be pretty cool. So I don't know. That's kind of weird. If they had some cool IP villains. I I join back in. I mean, isn't like they have Michael Myers, right, and Ghostface, and yeah, but I need more. You just want Megan. I need Megan. Yeah, I also well, just like want new Megan. ones. Like, how come? I don't know. I feel like they could turn them out quicker. Yeah. Um. So we got we got two new tra- two new trailers to talk about. One is very short. Well, actually, they're both pretty short. Um. The first one I'm interested in because Dylan, you're like ten years younger than me, right? Like close to it. I'm I don't 30, know. I'm 37. So, um, seven years. Okay. Did you play? Are you two? Are you the right age group for Five Nights at Freddy's, Dylan? No, I never played it. Okay, so I think it's definitely I think I'm too old. Yeah, I think you're too old too. Um, so we got a trailer for the Five Nights at Freddy's movie. So I've never played a Five Nights at Freddy's. I remember when they were new and coming out, uh, and all the little kids that were playing them. Um, are you familiar with Five Nights at Freddy's and what it's like, Dylan? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So for those that are, you that aren't, it's a, uh, it's you play. It's like a jump scare game where you get trapped in a restaurant that's like a Chuck E. Cheese um, called Freddy Fazbear's Pizza, uh, and it's got the animatronic animals and you know the whole old school uh, Chuck E. Cheese vibes. But you get locked in 
and they're alive and they're trying to kill you and whatnot. And it's all about like how how can you get as many jump scares into a game as you can. Um, okay. Targeted at children, like sub fifteen children, you know. Um, but anyway, they've got a movie coming out, and there's a little trailer up. And I actually, the trailer was in front of Fast X. I I skipped the trailer. I wasn't going to watch it because I don't care about this franchise. Um, <laughs> however, I thought the trailer was pretty all right. Like for for a movie that is for children, I think it's I think it's a little too scary for the age group that I think this game is for, or the, the the game is for. So I don't know. Aren't those kids old enough? Aren't they adults right. now? So, so that's what I'm thinking. Like, is it? But but kids still like Five Nights at Freddy's though. So like it's. Like there's there's still young kids that like it, but the, I guess the kids that were you know, the adults that were children when this came out. Um, what do you think of the trailer, Dylan? I thought it was okay. I thought it looked really good. I was I'm like excited. super. I would I would go see it. Like yeah, agreed. But it's would, Blumhouse, so I'd probably see it anyway. But yeah. So I was surprised. The trailer was pretty cool. I don't think no. Oh, it comes out October twenty seventh. Theaters and Peacock the same day. So there's that. Um, oh. <laughs> so. But I mean, I, honestly, treatment. I'd like to go see it in theaters. But um, if there's nothing better to see on Halloween, but that's kind of close to Halloween, so it has like I, four days to make money. I like the vibe of the trailer too. Of it's the trailer is like, uh, you're you, you got the job as as a security guard at the 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 pizza place, and you're watching the the instructional video on how to be a security guard, and it keeps intercutting to videos of like scary animatronic monsters. That was pretty all right. Do, do you know what this is rated? Oh gosh, um, it's got to be PG thirteen, right? It doesn't say in this article so. here. Okay, but Just I curious. mean, it's got to be PG thirteen, right? There's, I mean, there's no way it's R. It'd be incredible. Um, it's not rated yet. Okay, but I uh, PG thirteen is probably pretty safe. But anyway, I have one more piece of news. One, so podcast favorite. Yorgos Lantimos <laughs> got a new movie coming out called Poor Things, and there's a quote-unquote trailer out for it. It's 30 seconds. Uh, it's, it's a got, trailer. It, teaser. It's a teaser. Yeah. This is. You know what? This is a teaser. This is an actual teaser. Some things come out that are called teasers. They're a minute and a half long. That's not a teaser. That's a trailer. This is a teaser. Um, and it's got it's got all the Yorgos classics. It's got um, Emma Stone. It's got um, who else is in that movie? I already forgotten. Willem Dafoe, Mark Ruffalo, no, no Olivia Coleman yet. But anyway, this help. Um, what do you think of this thirty second uh, teaser, Dylan? Uh, I'm very excited about it. It's basically your so uh Frankenstein, which is yes. a story they bring back. Uh, I guess Emma Stone as Frankenstein's monster. Yes. Um, absolutely. She's revived, um, and that's all I know about it. So here's here is the the here's the official log line um, from filmmaker Yorgos Lantimos and producer Emma Stone comes the incredible tale and fantastical evolution of Bel- of Bella Baxter, played by Stone, a young woman brought back to life by the brilliant and un- unorthodox scientist Doctor Godwin Baxter, Willem Dafoe. Under Baxter's protection, Bella is eager to learn. Hungry for the worldliness she is lacking, Bella runs off with Duncan Wedderburn, Mark Ruffalo, a slick and debauched lawyer on a whirlwind adventure across the continents. Free from the prejudices of her time, Bella grows steadfast in her in her purpose and stands for equality and liberation. What is this? I, I this sounds great. Like <laughs> this is going to be. Know, I'm I, I, look, it's Yorgos Lantimos. He's great. 
Um, I'm on board fully. Um, I like that window movie. she's standing in front of in the uh, yes, the still. <laughs> I think this is definitely something you can go watch that doesn't um, spoil anything about the movie for you. Yeah, this is a real, but it looks good. Right, and there's nothing um, in this article about the release date, so I don't know for sure um, when the movie's coming out, but it's, Ugh, I'm sure it's now. this year. Right, I need, I'm tired of, oh, Dylan, it's coming out on my birthday, September 8th. <gasps> what a pr- wow. happy birthday to me. It's fate. I, I mean, I have to go see it on my birthday. Um, But anyway, that's all I got. This is a light news week. So let's go cool. ahead and hear about those tabletop events. Time to give you the rundown on all of the awesome upcoming tabletop events for the month of July. All exact dates and formats can be found on our Discord server. Kicking it off with Keyforge, we run two events a month at our Clear Lake location from 7pm till around 9. Keyforge is the perfect game for casual and hardcore card game players. We also love our role-playing games. Once a month at our Clear Lake store, we host an in-store one-shot RPG for players of all skill levels. Players don't need to bring anything. All play materials, dice, pencils, and character sheets will be provided. There is no entry fee. However, we do ask that you make a purchase of any size from the gaming department on the day of the event. Seats are very limited, and sign-ups are only open for about three weeks before the event. And of course, I can't forget about Paint Club. Every month we get together and paint some tabletop RPG miniatures. These events are for painters of all skill levels, including none. These events occur at our Katy and Clear Lake locations. We'll see you at the game tables. And we are back, and we are going to talk about Fast 10. Fast X, whatever. Uh, Final reminder, spoilers for Fast X and all of the previous Fast films and speculation about what's to come. So if that's not something you want to hear, this is probably when you should turn it off. Although... If you really care about fast spoilers, maybe, you know, re-examine your film choices. Um, hey, I care about fast spoilers. I know, I know, I'm kidding. <laughs> There's a few in this movie. There's like maybe three big spoilers. So. Yeah, there are, there are, that's true. Um, and okay. I feel like if you knew them, it might take what little enjoyment you'd get out well, of it. Okay, so before we get into like breaking down the movie itself or anything, I will say this this movie definitely suffered from trailer-itis where there was stuff in the trailers that were so telegraphed as to when they were in the movie, like particularly the, the dam, the jumping off the dam. Yeah. Like, boy, as that big showdown happens at the end, it's like, boy, I really hope that they don't hope they're able to somehow jump off of this dam that we've seen in the trailer. Yeah. They should have shown that one, but yeah, it was like their prestige uh, stunt. That was their Tom Cruise motorbike off the cliff. That was it. Huh? Moment. Okay. Uh-huh. Anyway. Well, luckily, I didn't watch that five-minute trailer that you did. I, I think did. it helped. Yeah. All right. So what we've got here is the 10th movie in the franchise. Uh, well, unless you count, what, Hobbs and Shaw? Yeah, the 11th. The 11th mo- film in the franchise. Um, We've talked about most of these movies previously. And I think, Dylan, what was your hype level for this movie? I was pretty excited. I always get pretty hyped for these. Um, I normally have a really good time. And I go, I try to go see them in 4DX if of I can. Course. Um, and I did that for this one as well. How um, was that 4DX? It was the most violent experience, this one, like way more than usual. 
Really? I, um, I'm sorry I missed out on it. We had, we had a card. We had Keyforge card night, so it couldn't make sense. It. But it was, um, yeah, we were jostled for a very long time. I'm jealous. Um, I mean, it's never too late, Michael. He could go for viewing too. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about all that. Um, I know Monica's going. I know Hyde, Hyde is going to viewing two tonight so. in 40x. No, just regular. Okay, she's not about it. Um, yeah, but it's the right choice. Yeah, it is. But um, it's like a twenty five dollar ticket. I think it enhanced the movie, Michael. Um, I bet I, I wasn't allowed to be bored. Uh, really, even though like my brain was bored, my body was trying to not fall out of the seat. So at least gave me something to do. You know. I, Okay, so yeah, I was definitely bored a bit during this movie, which is weird because it's so fast-paced. The movie yeah. is breakneck in that there's like very little downtime. And the downtime that you do get is so... It's, I, okay, look, I'm making these complaints that make me sound like I'm so like pretentious. Like the, but like... Well, you are. We are. Well, of course. But like, but like truly, like there's so, there's so many, there's so much like fake gravitas in this movie or like these emotional moments that are not earned in any capacity that normally I would find funny, but in this, I just found them kind of laughable. Yeah. Like I, I was cringing and eye rolling through the whole um, barbecue or fa- like the backyard scene in, in the beginning of the movie that in the first act. They have to have those in every one. I know, but I thought those were the, were the end. Yeah. There was a swerve. Yeah. Anyway, so I don't think nobody need, need to get the whole plot. The plot's co- like simple and convoluted. There's just so there's too much going on. Every character that's ever been in the Fast movies is in this movie. Even Paul Walker. Paul Walker's in it. Yep. Uh, flashbacks. Yeah, you get a lot of flashbacks. He's got dialogue. Um, I mean, you're right. The plot is super thin. It's just Jason Momoa was in a movie that, that he wasn't we, in. We, did, we just didn't see him. We get it. We get a 10 minute video. Or maybe not ten, but like a, a more than five, less than ten minute video, uh, explaining how you just never knew that Momoa was in Fast Five. Yeah, it felt too long. I was like, I've seen this, you know. Like, I, you need to reward the fans who are here, who have seen all the movies. <laughs> right. Right. Um, but yeah, that's the plot, and he just wants to make the them everyone suffer. That's it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Jason Momoa is the bad guy. He's the son, the secret son of. Um, the villain from Fast Five, Hernan something. Yep, him. Yep, that guy. We all remember him. <laughs> we all, yeah, we we all knew his name too. We all remember. Um, the fact that they felt they needed to explain Momoa's presence is hilarious to me. Like as if he is like Does it the matter, as if he's the Thanos grand architect of their misery. You know what I mean? Like just it's Fast Ten. <laughs> Relax. You don't need to go around the block explaining everything you're doing. Yeah, I don't think motivation is too important for fast villains. They just no. are evil, which is fine, you know? Right. Um, but they so, definitely, you're right, they were setting up to be the Thanos, because like, I think he's going to be, I think he's meant to be the <laughs> the villain for this trilogy. Oh, God. That, two movies, three movies, I don't know. Yeah, Who knows what I think going. it's supposed to be three at this point, uh, is what they said. Um, That's what Vin Diesel wants, basically. Well, Vin Diesel wants to ride this train until he can't ride it anymore. Yeah, but it's underperforming, so I'm going to say two. Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> anyway, the 
whatever. The plot of the movie is irrelevant. Jason Momoa, bad. Everybody, fam, Toretto fam, good. Um, they're all split up throughout the movie, going on missions, doing tricks, chasing a marble through the streets of Rome. You know, a marble, a bomb that never stops rolling. Yeah, for real. That's that. That was the most. That was so ridiculous to me. Like, I. It's really hard to have realism complaints in this movie. I. I apologize, but like, there's some some stuff in this movie was just so. Like didn't didn't even like feel authentic to the fast universe. I don't think they have any grip on reality anymore. It's fine. Yeah, but all right, let's talk about the performances. Look, everybody who's been in these movies before, you know, you know what you got. Let's talk about Jason Momoa though. Okay. Because <laughs> I mean, look, it's Vin, Vin Diesel's going to Vin Diesel. Michelle Rodriguez is the same. Everybody's fine. Yeah, we we can see the new characters, with the exception of a standout. I think John Cena was really good as the returning cast. Um, yeah, he went to a lot of therapy in between the last one and this one when he was the villain. Yeah, um, he's good now. We like him, and now he's like the cool uncle. And like he, he was great. He's basically only with Dom's little B, Ryan. Yeah, little yeah, little B, little B, uh, Dom's son. He's it's, basically babysitting the whole movie, it, which was so, an interesting choice. So his name is Brian, right? The kid's name is Brian. Mm-hmm. Isn't it weird that so Brian's not dead? Paul Walker, the actor, is dead. Isn't it weird to name your son after your living best friend? Yeah, I never thought about that. Like, that's weird, right? Like, who does that? Is his like, name Brian or did I make that up? I don't know. It was a little B. It's got to be Brian. It'd be like if I had a kid and named him Dylan after you, Dylan. <laughs> like, oh, thank you. Like, that's really well, bizarre. I mean, it's already bizarre because Brian is just always at home. Well, yeah, you know, he's with the baby. Always. Every look, movie. look, I was thinking about that, too. Like, I respect that decision. Like, they can't ever go back on it now. But, like, I respect the decision to, you know, not kill that character off. Just to have him be off screen. Like, that's a nice, respectful thing for Paul Walker. Yeah. I get that. It's just so ridiculous that he lives in the house next door to them. You just never see him. Like, that's... And you see his wife all the time. Right. It's just, it's just again, kind of hard to buy. But No way around it. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, that, those, that's, an, that's an okay concession to make. But anyway, John Cena was great. So Jason Momoa was in this movie. And boy, he was something else. Uh-huh. Um, There's a lot to talk about. There is. So I said in the... So was it last week that there was that five-minute trailer? Or was yeah. it two weeks ago? Okay, last week. Uh, I said that it seemed like he was doing a different type of performance than I'd ever seen him do. And that was exciting. And, and I, right. I was correct. I was correct. Did I like his performance? No. I did not. Um, it felt so out of place. And it did like, again, inauthentic to this movie. It did not feel like he was, he was doing a really poor Heath Ledger Joker impersonation. I feel like. Yeah. I, I don't know if he said that in an interview where he's. I don't think so. I think that's just what everyone's reaction is upon seeing it. Like I hate to just be an echo chamber, but that truly is then. Like he's he does the the gestures, the mannerisms, like the widespread arms, like check it out, you know, like bowing and yeah, like laughing um, and laughing when he gets punched and things. It's just like it's really weird. It doesn't fit. He wasn't boring though. I'll say that I wasn't bored. I was cringing, <laughs> but Jason Momoa wasn't boring. I'll give him that. 
yeah, it was just such a, such a choice, you know. There's not like it was, many ways it was, to put it. It was a choice. That was a choice they made. But I admire that he picked a lane. He committed he, to it. He committed. Yeah, he was he, like, "This is what I'm doing." That character stayed authentic the whole time. Like, yeah, one one mode the whole movie, which is manic and flamboyant, yeah. which is sure. how he described it. And I guess having seen it, I I see what he's talking about. Sure. Um, I don't. It just didn't personally. I didn't connect with it. And I know that's weird to say for like a homicidal like lunatic, but right. I didn't. Believe he was it. like ridiculously maniacal. Like, and also he had like Ready Player One syndrome, where like there's no way he's working alone. How did he accomplish any of this? Like kidnapping and holding hostage like fifty people's families. Like everyone that was working for him. Their family was held hostage. All of them. Yeah. How is this possible? Like, it's like Ready Player especially One. Like, you they, did not watch all these movies. There's no way you did that. Yeah, especially because they established in his first scene, or for you know after the flashback that he needed an army. Um, from Cipher, Charlie Theron, and he's like, "Okay, well, I have all their families hostage." It made it didn't make any sense to me. It's like, well, who's holding right. them hostage? You already have an army, it seems like, but. Right. It just needed a bigger one. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that didn't make any sense. It. I get that he's like a foil to Dom, and it's supposed to be like a Batman Joker thing. Um, uh-huh. I think. I think that's it what is. they're going for anyway. Oh, definitely. But it just felt like, like SNL a little bit. You know, like it, it's hard to explain. Right. It did. It felt ridiculous in a movie that is completely ridiculous already. Um. Yeah, it was like irredeemably, irredeemably silly in that. You I don't can't know. believe he it. felt like he he felt like he was in a different movie to me. It did, it um, did. in a bad way. I, I would say I wouldn't say the performance is necessarily bad. It just doesn't work with what we got. What, I should what, know what that movie? I think I think everyone I went with really liked him. Oh really? Uh, okay. Yeah, I think we huh. might be in the minority here. I think he's getting a lot of praise for it. Really? Uh, okay. Yeah. Good. For, good for him. Good for him. You know. Well, I mean, like I did say, it is different than anything else I've ever seen him do. So, I mean, you can't deny that. I mean, he's got a little bit of range. Um, yeah. Huh. I don't know. It just didn't work for me. But yeah. Are you um, Are you ready to move on from Dante? <laughs> yeah, we can move on from Dante. I like. I know when we're only going new characters, but I liked that. Charlie Saren was like actually in the movie a little bit more this time. For real. Like she was in more than one scene, more than one setting. That was pretty right. cool to me. Yeah. They had it for two days. And I see what you mean. <laughs> yeah. I see what you mean about the the outfit spoiler. Because right. right. I didn't really understand the prison. Like I, I could see why that would be a spoiler looking at it. Right. Because in, in, in that trailer, there's an extended fight with them in this all white prison type gear. Like, well, I know they're getting arrested. That was my favorite fight. I thought it was good. Really sold it. Michelle Rodriguez is always good at fight scenes, so, so. yes. And so is Charlie Saren. Yeah. So they know what they're doing. I mean, absolutely. What, giving them can, the cool fight scene. Can we just do a fast ladies, you know, movie like it? Well, that's what I. Okay. Like jumping ahead a little bit, it seems like maybe they're setting up that. Yes. If I didn't know exactly how these movies were going to go, like, oh, we're going to keep doing this with Fast 11, it would. It feels like they set up a couple spinoffs in this one, to me anyway. Definitely. Um, and like a 
a force style fast movie seemed seemed to be set up by the end of this but it did. i don't know it's probably just wishful thinking um yeah any other cast standouts for you St- standouts jason statham? um jason statham was barely there Ludacris. okay look i Ludacris. i feel bad for him they gave him the worst dialogue like Ludacris only was there to do exposition like he was the exposition machine for like the first act and a half of that movie. Like, I don't think he did anything. True. Um, um also I just they, don't like Tyrese in this movie or in these movies. I don't like Roman Pierce. I think he's lame. Yeah. I thought the weakest storyline was, um, Luke, Chris and Roman and, and Ramsey, Natalie Emanuel. Yeah. They just kind of like walk around and react to things. They're like the peanut gallery a little bit. Like, right. I don't know. They have nothing to do. <laughs> Right. I don't know. They had they well, they had the first scene. They get everybody into trouble. And then they just <laughs> bumble around, talk to Pete, Pete Davidson. What was that about? Like Pete Davidson's there for 30 seconds. Do you know who Debbie Ryan is, by the way? Uh no. She's like a Nickelodeon actress, mm-hmm. and they bump into her. John Cena bumps into her with his plane that he's carrying around in the airport. And oh. the person I was with at the theater, we were like, is that Debbie Ryan? And then she was in the credits. It was like, that was such a random cameo. It made no That's sense. Like, who Does she friends with Vin Diesel or something? What's going on? But um, you, you know who the biggest star of the movie is? That cross necklace. A lot of scenes. It's a, that, he got, that cross necklace got a lot of screen time. It's on the poster. I didn't, I just, I'm looking at the poster. I've got the letterbox open right now. And I didn't realize that that was going to be foreshadowing for what this movie is about. Um, anyway. Yep. So well, we got we got a uh, Brie Larson also a new addition to yeah. this one. Yeah. Um, I thought she she kind of got a lot of exposition. Yeah, she uh, was load yeah. unfortunately. Um, like her very first scene, she's like, "Well, after, I don't just As you like know. explaining everything to uh Alan Richardson, who was like inexplicably inexplicably like very tan for some reason. It was weird." Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, he's like Ariana Grande in this movie, but she just like explained things to us. And I thought that like that was a little unfortunate, but she seemed like she was having fun. Speaking of Alan Richardson, I, I wanted to bring up the swerve at the end where like, oh, no, he's actually bad. Like uh-huh. on what planet was anybody surprised by that? Like so in the in the very beginning of the movie, when they're showing you the flashback of Jason Momoa was actually in Fast Five all along. There's somebody who looks like a professional wrestler in the office of this guy, you see him from behind. Like it's not John Cena. Oh, is it the only other huge guy in this movie that looks like a wrestler? Gee, I wonder. Um, I, I admire that they at least were like, he's bad. And they're like, actually he's turning good. And they're like, no wait, no, he's just bad. You know? Right. So at least it was like a, a full circle moment. Yeah, that's true. Um, what man. did you think of, it's funny. They always introduce like surprise family members. And in this one, we got Rita Moreno as the grandma, I guess, Dom's yes. grandma. And then we got <laughs> Isabel, which is, um, I don't know, the Brazilian lady's sister yes. from a few movies ago. You know what I'm talking about. Right. Thor's wife, the actress. Um, <laughs> yes. There's always a surprise sibling or family member. Like, oh, yeah, you um, don't remember your long-lost cousin? Yeah. Dom, too? I'm still waiting for Tony Toretto from the animated <sighs> series to show up and yeah, for know, real. with their logic, which is new people joining the like the dinners, like Tony could show up at any moment. I mean, for real though, like at, at any point, 
Um, Can we dress the elephant in the room, Michael? What is that? I know there's a lot, but Dom's child. Oh, yeah. What's up? What's so up? we what, remember what the baby looks like in the last uh-huh. movie. Uh, Dylan, I don't know what you're talking about. That's the same different. kid. L- okay. Lil B? Let's talk about Lil B? Lil B looks different this yeah. time. Yes, he does. I don't. It doesn't look like Vin Diesel's son, but I guess it's like on par with all the other related people, so it's okay. Yeah, you know, I don't understand it either, Dylan, but it's fast, and that's one of those things you just got to let go. <laughs> like, all right, that's Vin Diesel's kid. Doesn't matter. Vin Diesel's yeah. child has a new ethnicity in this movie. Yes, he is. Um, I but guess I will say I thought he was pretty good. He wasn't I didn't did have the annoying child syndrome. I just and, I would watch a whole movie with John Cena and him. Well, I was going to say that's the best part of the movie is the subplot of John Cena and Lil B. I thought they were good. I enjoyed everything they were doing together. I, I did have them. a like okay moment when they it turned out he like checked a plane onto the plane. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, let's be real. That's 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 a little crazy for me. Yeah, and then and then they fly it with some vodka or something. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know what? That's what you got to do when you're fighting. Can the you authority. bring a plane on the plane? I mean, is it in the rules? Dylan, does TSA say you can't? I checked. I'm pretty it. sure. Okay, I checked. Maybe it. not. Yeah, right, it didn't have to go through security. Let's. What else do we want to talk? Oh, I guess we will talk about the Wait. the end real quick. Yeah, the spoilers. The big spoiler end ending. Dom it was too spoiler. Well, Dom and Lil B jump down the dam. Yeah. And maybe they get blown up, Dylan. We don't know. Like the, the car goes into the water. There's fire. We see the cross necklace floating away. Dylan, is Dom going to die? Dam is, the dam is breaking. And I oh, wonder if God, the symbolism, I wonder if Roman and Tez and Ramsey jumped out in that car of that plane that blew up. Oh, you know? Yeah. No way. Gonna I, scoop them up. I wonder. I don't, Dylan, I just don't know. Like, I'm worried for the Toretto family. How can they survive? Okay, so we need to talk about the ending, like in a broader strokes, and that there was no resolution. It was very no, infinity. I hated infinity war. I hated the ending of this movie so the much. The cliffhanger was so lame. Like, this movie does not earn that. This franchise does not earn that. Infinity War did it after a however like decade plus long run of movies that were relatively well-respected relatively there's duds here and there, but like fast is like a meme franchise. I feel like there's like a, a world where it could have worked because it's had a lot of movies too, but I feel like you need to do it with like a bigger moment than like a dam breaking. I don't know. It didn't make sense to me. I feel like it's it, a hot choice. Uh, when the credits came up, I'm like, are you serious? This wait, that's the end. It felt like real whack. Put them in space and then end it there. Like if like do something crazy, you know, and right. end it on something it that everyone's going to talk about. Not will Dom survive a flood? I'm sure it's crazy. I, I, I think Dom's got it. I think he'll be fine. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe that wasn't that wasn't my favorite cliffhanger. Well, first, second of all, John Cena, he's not dead, right? He's ain't, just ain't burned. No way. John he'll Cena have a cute died. burn in the next one. Yeah, he'll, yeah. he'll have a little scar he'll be all right like ready player one <laughs> yeah exactly um you're so ugly my favorite cliffhanger was the uh the lady segment of the movie that's clearly what they're going for because they yes. put all the women in one storyline um letty and uh cypher. cypher break out of prison in antarctica and sure um, they don't know where they're going but then a submarine emerges and out of nowhere uh, 
Giselle pops out of it. Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot. Who fell out of a plane a few movies ago with no parachute. Who died? She died. Yeah. In a previous movie, but you know what? She was a funeral. She was digitally inserted into this movie, and here she is. That, any any comments? That, about that was it. Was ridiculous. I mean, but again, like Han came back. Han died. Han very yeah, clearly okay died. That. Like so, whatever. This is the one, one I'm okay with. Like, bring, okay with I that. feel like is there anyone dead? No, right? Um, I don't think so. No, no family members are dead that I know of. That you could you could bring back the Tokyo Drift dudes again in the next one. You know, if it's the <laughs> final one. Yeah, I'm trying to think of that's what I was trying to think of like who's even left to bring back, but. What if they got Paul Walker's brother to <laughs> to be Brian? Did it look alike? I don't know. I know he did the body double for him, but right. Eh. The, Let I Paul Walker like, be at home, right? Yeah, that's right. I I don't know, man. I think I, I think there's, there's no there's no other stops to pull out, right? Well, well, well. I guess the post credit scene reveals the Rock is back. Oh, right. I forgot about that. Yeah. They squashed the I beef. Was, if I hadn't heard about that online, I would have been genuinely surprised because the oh, of the right. online fake beef or real, I guess. I don't know. They got over it. If, if a wrestler's involved, I always assume I'm getting worked. Like, yeah. I always assume it's like fake, you know. Well, but, also, it's for a check. So, like, they're going right. to put their differences aside and maybe not even be in a scene together. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. I'm I'm, I'm sure they got over it real quick. Especially um, after Hobbs and Shaw didn't do well, and neither did and Black, Black Adam. Adam flopped. So Ooh. what does he have? You know, um, he's not going to go back and wrestle again in the XFL. But, but in terms of what's left, I'm still maintaining time travel. And there was that person on TikTok that said it could be called the Past and the Furious. And oh my god, I I definitely be okay with that. We need to do it, Michael. Dylan, that's all that's left. That's Transformers. That's left. Transformers. <sighs> they got to go to Cybertron. I'd be okay with that too. I just want them to end on a crazy note, not a damn. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, overall, final thought, Dylan, before we wrap it up. Um underwhelming only because I don't really even say why I didn't like the movie that much. It's because they split all the characters up and they all had the different storylines and they didn't intersect in a natural way and it it, it was right. like felt like five movies happening at the if, same it time. It felt like a TV show that was edited into a movie badly. Yeah, I, I feel like I felt like a recap video almost. Yeah, I feel um, like you could have recut this into a television series and it would have been okay. I prefer when they're all together or like at least converging storylines. Mm-hmm. I think it would have been more interesting, but so it felt I, too disjointed to me and I got bored. Yeah, I, I generally this is one of my least favorite fast movies, um, which was too bad. I was really looking forward to it. I, th- I was expecting to have a really good time at the movies and it was just like I was kind of bored. Um. Yeah. So we rate on the letterbox scale, um, which is 0.5 to 5, because there's no zeros, I guess. Um, I gave this a 2. Okay. What else would you give it to? Uh, that's a good question. Let me look it up. While you're doing that, I gave it a 2.5. Mid. Um, definition of mid. You know? I gave Shazam Fury of the Gods a 2. Knock at the Cabin a okay. 2. Um, Batman and Robin a two, Venom with their Carnage a two. How dare you? Uh, what else? Fast Batman six. Batman and Robin's a five. I gave Fast Six a two. I don't remember that one that well. Me neither. 
And I also gave Too Fast, Too Furious a two. Dang. Okay. Well, at least they have something to compare it to. There's some consistency. What was the last movie called? F9? Yes. (laughs) I hate this so much. What's all right, Dylan? What's the next one called? Um, Furious Eleven. Furious Eleven. I I gave F nine for reference. I gave that a three. And you gave that one a two, Dylan. For F nine. For F nine. Dang, I don't even remember. I think like this 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 franchise benefits from me not remembering them like moments after seeing it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I'm happy that I saw this movie yesterday. When I'm already Fast forgetting. 11, yeah. When Fast 11 starts coming around, I'll be like hype again. Cause I feel like I like this one. Are you going to do a rewatch? No, probably, not. probably for the best, right? They don't need it. Yeah. Right. All right. Anyway, that's going to do it. Oh, you know, should we, uh, do you want to pre-rank uh, our guests for little mermaid Dylan? We'll yeah, let's next. do it. I'm going to predict a three. I think I'm going to like Same. it. I'm going to do three as well. Three. I listened to the soundtrack and I did not like it. Um, oh no. I would have given it higher, but soundtrack wasn't it for me. So oh no. it's going down to a three. Yikes. <laughs> all right. We'll find out next week. But anyway, that's going to do it for us. Thank you all so much for downloading us. We really appreciate all the support. Bye, everyone. This is Dylan. And I'm Michael. We'll see you next time. Thanks for sticking around for the mid credits. We can tell you've been trained well. If you want to help us out, please go over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. It'll really help new people find the show, and it will help us to get Rotten Tomatoes verified so we can start affecting those rankings. Then, check out our socials. We're BRC Uncanny on Twitter, Uncanny Universe on Facebook and Instagram. We'll see you online.